0: Media at SAFM with Ashraf Ashraf Garda. Exploring every media platform and industry. Only on
1: 104 to 107. Well, thanks for that, Zikona. Let's move on now. Sunday morning, 9 o'clock, means two hours of marketing, branding, advertising, PR. One of the listeners, I'll need to pick up that tweet, said, I need to sleep early last night, so to be ready to listen to this show before that person goes to church. We'll get to that just now. Great. that you show the commitment to uh, this show In fact, maybe tell me where you are right away Where you are, where you're listening And, and what in fact do you do And you can do that via SMS 34701 Or tweet at Ashraf Garda Whatever you do, use the hashtag Media shows, so we pick up a trend of all the happenings uh, Throughout the morning And lots to talk about I can tell you now One that you must not miss Comes up just now Douglas Kruger talking about how to make your point Without PowerPoint I'm a believer in what he says But you listen to that story But for now, let's talk about the media So who does the media really speak for? Do they speak for the poor? Do they speak for the voices? Do they speak for big business? Do they speak for for politicians? Do they speak for the government of the day? Uh, uh, do they speak for advertisers? Am I missing something here? Who do who does the media really speak for? Well, Janine Lazarus is with me From Janine Lazarus Consultancy Janine, good chatting to you Hi Hi, Ashraf. Yes, so Janine, who does the media speak for? Ah
2: uh you know, 35 years ago when I started as a journalist, I thought that the media would be a brilliant voice for the voiceless um, and uh, you know, so many years down the line I realized that the antithesis is true the media is, uh, is a voice for government for corporate in- influence for big advertising um, that's the voice uh, that, uh, or that's those are the views that the media represents
1: Does that does that concern you? That's a dramatic shift, isn't it?
2: Yeah, hugely, hugely. I mean, you know, the, 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 the media, the power of the media, I mean, we, we're talking cliches here, but the power of the pen is always mightier than the sword, um, which means that the media have such incredible influence. They are so important. They are such important stakeholders. But my argument is that the mass media, by the very nature... Give power to a fear and offer very little scope for participation by the vast majority. Doesn't doesn't that
1: change things? I mean, if if we say that enough, interesting enough, you're in the media and so am I. Mm-hmm. I'm in the media, and just about many other people listening as well. Uh, if, if we agree with that, I'm not suggesting that you're absolutely spot on, but that's your views, of course. Others may differ. But if mm-hmm. we agree with that, what does that then say about? the state of media because interesting we're not talking South Africa I mean that's a very open question about the role of the media or who does the media speak for globally right
2: you know I, I, I always I always wonder whether in fact there is such a thing as democracy in the media because I mean when we go to when we go outside our borders when we go into Africa when we go into Europe when we go into the US the UK you know where, where do you actually see democracy at work you see you see special interest at work you see um, you know, editors of these mass media publications, and let me emphasise, Ashraf, I'm talking mass media. Yeah. They have enormous control, so they can, you know, they can they can determine what makes their paper, what content makes their paper, um, you know, what advertisements uh, make their television reports, their radio reports, what policies uh, they can accept. In fact, even so far as what language they can use. So, you know, the influence of of editors of publishers even more so in the mass media space is absolutely enormous. And, you know, it's not to say that the the people reading, watching, listening are idiots, but the point is that kind of information is filtered to them in a certain way.
1: Now, if, if we're saying that and that influence is enormous, is it almost fair to say at this point in time, when we think of the media, you almost think of the influence that a government has. So when you vote a government into power, wherever you may be around the world, be aware that you are legitimizing what they will do for the next four or five years. Can can we think of the media in the same way in terms of its influence and its ability to make things happen or not make things happen?
2: Well I think I think what we can't we can't exclude the fact We we would be very silly, Ashraf, if we thought that the people who were consuming the news at the end of the day are idiots. I mean, we we hope that when people, I hope, that when people read the news or or whatever the case, they can make their own choices. But the fact is that very often, you know, and when we're talking about politics, when we're talking about just straight news report, facts are often wrong. Look at today's Sunday Times. Facts are often wrong, often misleading, and... You know, powerful groups like you are talking about, like the government and large corporations, they they have the power to shape the news in in, in an entire range of ways. You know, uh, information is is carefully selected in terms of the way it's provided. You know. I've been a journalist where people wanted favorable coverage and they would, they would try and negotiate, you know, how to, how to get that kind of favorable coverage. You know, spreading disinformation, threatening reprisals. This is, this is all part of a so-called mass media at work.
1: Alright, your thoughts are welcome as well. 0891104207. Who does the media speak for? In fact, i put together a tweet poll and you can vote right now. There's not enough space to do 50, but I'm saying, does the media speak for the voiceless? Does it speak for business? Does it speak for government and, and uh, for lobby groups, which would be people on the outside? Could it also include politicians who are who are not in government? Your thoughts on that, 891 tweet me at Ashraf Garda with the hashtag media show and uh, point three or option three to SMS me 34701. Ironically, the show is called The Media Show, so there you <laughs> are. J- Janine, the, you know, so in the light of what you're saying, in some way may counter what you're saying, but, but right now, what therefore, you know, does it matter what should be done about it?
2: I think people, you know, I think people who consume the news need to be very skeptical about what they're reading. I think, you know, um, I think people need to make their, you know, you need to read a plethora of media. Watch, you know, you need to access a plethora of media in order to draw your own conclusions. In terms of what can be done, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a journalist. I love journalists just to you do do, and, and it sounds at the outset like I'm castigating my very own career and my, my life path. It's a very important job, it's a very important job of informing, um, but I think people need to be very careful about the selection the selection process. I think that they need to understand that they need to be sceptical, that if they have an issue, they need to phone into a talk radio, they need to write a letter to a media company. But I'm not for one moment, and let me make this quite clear, Ashraf, I'm not for one moment advocating censorship, because censorship is, 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 is going to make this even worse. So if, we are, if we're looking for fairness and accuracy, and I don't think there is fairness and accuracy, what you've got to do is be selective in what it is that you consume.
1: Well, there's lots of comments, uh, via Twitter. As you know, it's been happening before the show started, Janine. Thanks to, to your comments. Sipo, uh, Pierre is saying media speaks for money, money talks and media represents it. And, and there's a whole lot more that I will go through as, as we go for Promise, of course, tweeting and I appreciate that watching what you, uh, what you're saying, uh, Promise. Um, I see there's some comments about Nazim L- Howard. Do you want to just pick up on that, uh, Janine, in terms of what he's saying with regard to Exaro?
2: Um, I, you know, I haven't I haven't read the entire story, but I have been watching. I have been watching, you know, very heavily on Twitter and the way the media presented the Xara as a cold story. I think the point that's being made, without having the insight that I possibly need, is is is. I think what's quite evident is skewed reporting and skewed. You know, you've got you've got two very definite sides, and you don't have enough analysis, if you like, by the media. You know, the media. And it's, it's one huge complaint and one accusation that's often thrown at the media is that there's not enough context. You know that the facts are presented without really understanding what the what the story is behind those facts. So, 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 so without context, it's very difficult to actually understand the story in its entirety.
1: All right, and, and that issue of without context. I will get to some of the callers in just a moment. How, how important is that? What I'm saying, uh, I think, when we talk about. Media people making mistakes I mean that's a given That needs to be corrected And people need to be careful Because mistakes is, is different from, from agendas You in fact saying Janine That, that media people by and large Have agendas and, and that's a bigger concern Than making an honest mistake Or not double checking the facts Do you uh, I mean, I mean
2: let's, let's be honest Ashraf I mean you know Everyone has an agenda You have an agenda I have an, an agenda you know, When I went When I joined When I was a young Bright eyed Bushy tailed reporter I believed emphatically in, in, in the ideology of, of objectivity. I soon learned, you know, working as a journalist in, in, in the old regime, that objectivity was, 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 it was never possible because we are all colored by our own experiences. We all grow up in different ways. We are all exposed to different things. So, you know, asking, asking, uh, you know, saying that an agenda, that, that an agenda is, is, is a separate issue from the media space is ridiculous. Publishers have agendas. You know, I worked for the Sunday Times back in the day, some 25 years ago, Horrible horrible admit, but some 25 years ago where I was running around trying to cover a story, and you know, it doesn't really matter what the story was, but the advertiser, a very, very powerful advertiser, threatened to pull a whole string of adverts Or advertisements from, from my newspaper, from the newspaper I was working, uh, working for. And the editor, and a leading editor, Mm. pulled me off it. He just said, we're not running with us, and I can't afford to lose, you know, the commercial imperatives behind this advertising. So, you know, if we're talking about agendas, it's not just the advertisers. It's not just the publishers. It's the politicians. It's big business. It's big corporates. There's no such thing. I have never seen ever any newspaper, any you know, any item that that represents the, the, the spirit of the mass media that doesn't have an agenda. We are born into this life with agendas.
1: Okay, we'll get to talk about uh, what's your agenda in just a second right now. Let's get some calls. Mike, we lost you for a little bit. Do call back. love to get your thoughts as well. Right. If you're going to come on, quick, short, sharp calls, just like one comment each, uh, each, please. I'd certainly appreciate that. Right. KGM, let's start with you. Hi.
0: Good morning, Ashraf. Good, good, good morning to your guests.
1: Good morning, uh, indeed. Thank you. Hi.
0: Yeah, Ashraf, I couldn't agree more with your guest. Media, in my humble view, represents crime, corruption, um, the rich, the wealthy. And and we we can say whatever we want to say. Uh, media can never change. I mean, even the platform that has been created through this program, it, it, it's just a rhetoric one. I mean, if you look at how, how the issues come on media, we make a lot of noise about them. And they just disappear into thin air. Yeah. Like politicians, like, 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 like comedians for that matter, media never, never gets to be taken to task.
1: Media never gets to be taken to task. That's an interesting one. Thanks for the, that, KG. I made, made a note of that. Mali, go ahead. Hi, uh, Mali.
0: Hello, hello, Asha.
1: Yeah, go ahead, Mali. How's it?
0: Yes, I agree with your guest. Uh, let me greet also all, all the listeners. I find the unfunding thing or the sympathetic part of it is that uh, the unlearned people take what is coming out from the yeah. media as the, as the truth, not knowing that it actually represents a very few individuals with very sinister interests. Because look at what is happening in Palestine. The media is never covering that in a very appropriate manner. Look at the way the media in, in, in the West is covering issues in the Arab West states. They cover it such that it just propagates a situation where people want to go for war. And people will think that what is being said by politicians in other parts of the country is, is correct. They must go and hit those people. Today we have got to Israel because of the issues of, 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 of the media. Even okay, Ma- Ma- Mali, I'm going to interject you.
1: How would you like to change things then?
0: Really, I think the people need to participate in the media in a way such that we, we, we have uh, a space, uh, the, the general public has space to actually contradict issues that come up from the media. Okay. But the, now the issue, the progress is saying there, is saying that the editors, in yes, the, the upper hand He can actually censor s- whatever you, and any other person you, you, you So, so self-censorship uh,
1: mean, Okay, I'm going to leave that Mali, I've made a note of your point I think it's a very very important point as well I'll get Janine to respond to all of those Let's get Arthur's thoughts Hi Arthur Hi, uh,
3: good, good morning Good morning, go ahead Arthur Yep
1: Good uh, morning thought uh, the quality of the sub-editing in print journalism is shocking
0: Absolutely. Um The Cape Times in particular have been reliably informed by one of the people there that there is very little sub-anything going on.
1: Okay, now, now let's talk broader, you know, as opposed to some specific issues here. In, in broad terms, what's your thoughts about who does the media speak for?
0: Uh, well, of course, he speaks for particular interests, I think.
1: Okay.
0: Can um, I just, just make a comment? Your guest there should really check up on, on the meaning of Ketera, because obviously she doesn't know what it means.
1: Okay. Thank you. Thank you so much for that. Okay, Janine, uh, just, just by the way, some SMSs I'm going to just pick up on quickly. Uh, let's just get my to submedia media in South Africa runs with the, the hare and hunts with the hounds. Uh, comes from Pat. Uh, and then uh, Nongoma uh, Belle, Always listening from rural Nongoma And Zululand comes from Muzi Great that you are, I appreciate that uh, And there's some more that I'll pick up on Okay, Janine Lestwas is with me we talked talking about who does the media speak for Janine, let's talk about maybe j- just uh, like The last and we'll just go back to the first two Comments from there
2: Okay, I think I think in, in terms of the last caller and, and thank you for the correction uh, on, on the word plethora It's always good to learn and um, Ashraf, I think the point that the last caller made was, uh, was on, on, sub-editing. I mean, I too am absolutely aghast when I open up a national, you know, a, a mainstream newspaper, when, when I see, and it happens on television, it, it's, it's absolutely and utterly inexcusable. And in fact, I tweeted, you know, it's, it's media, it's news reporting 101. You know, you go back and you have, you have Four sets of eyes Six sets of eyes Looking at a piece Before it goes into print There is absolutely No excuse For running a story That, that is, is, is Filled with, with Typos With errors
1: Okay God, that and Accepting that, that I don't lay Labour but Accepting that Deals with errors we're dealing More with With agenda right. I mean there's A and slight difference Yeah
2: Yeah, okay. I think, I, think, I, think that, that, that I just feel Very passionate About that But I think The point That the previous Caller uh, made Is perhaps more moved to this Discussion And that is you know, when we talk about the voice of the voiceless, I would argue that the mass media, in fact, do the very opposite. They make, they make a mockery of people who are, who are not, um, who are, who read newspapers, for example, like the Daily Sun. They make a mockery of them. I mean, have a look at some of those headlines. I have one up in my office. A goat made me pregnant. I mean, you know, one may laugh at a mm. headline like that, but it literally makes a mockery of the, of the people that are supposed to serve. You know, in fact, I would argue that the mass media by perhaps their very nature give power to very few and offer little scope uh, for participation by the vast majority.
1: All right. Now, some comments via Twitter, so uh, Unati tweeting as Justice for All, saying, uh, in South Africa, media practitioners get used by politicians. The MNG story about Maimani DA is one such story. Then saying, shame with an exclamation mark. Uh, Huaco saying, the media used to mirror society, but business and lobby groups now set the agenda. Uh, Again, hashtag media show. Do use that hashtag, of course, to pick up all the other comments from even before the show. Um, ZC saying, media represents those with power, influence and control. That can be your government, business, or advertisers. And, uh, and there's more around that as well. Um, media practitioners always focus on the worst case scenarios. Comes from Cloney, Uh, and, and then, okay, I'll get to the last one. Tempa saying you pay to play in the media. So it speaks to government and advertisers, not for the voices. There's more. Please check it out yourself. Janine, let's talk about, Salah, I'll get to you in a minute. KGM made the point, media never gets taken to task. And the caller thereafter spoke about, you know, the voiceless needs space in the media. What do you understand by that?
2: Um, the voiceless needs space in the media. The, voice, the voiceless needs um, media. I think, I think the mass media, I wouldn't say that it needs to be replaced, but I do think it needs another another a, a look at it. I think that we need to look at communication systems, And not just for the voiceless. We need to look at communication systems, Ashraf, that are much more participatory, where you have, where you don't just have a media serving just the interests of the elite. You have a, a, you know, you don't just have. Uh, 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 um, viewpoints, agendas of big corporations and governments. You, 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 you have a, a, a fairer strategy. Uh, you have much more citizen journalism. I mean, a carefully. I mean, I think carefully edited c- citizen journalism, so that it's not full of errors. But you have much more, much more of that kind of input in order to reflect the the voice of the people who are not the most powerful and not the most elite. Now, so, okay, the, the okay. Let, let's
1: get to Salo first, and I'll, I'll get, in fact, I'll take two more calls, that's all I can take, then I'll chat for the next five minutes with Janine. Salo, go ahead, hi.
0: Thanks, Ashraf. Um
1: I know, wanted to give um, you a voice, and that's why I needed to come to yeah, you, just making right. the point, yeah. <laughs> all
0: right, I, I'm enjoying I'm your show um, today. I, I love the guest here. Thank you. You know, about you. daily sign, We, sign. We, 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 uh, um, there was this um, story last week, if I'm not correct, I'm correct. Uh, about someone who wake up from 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 from, from death, you know, uh, it, it is crazy. Uh, okay. I mean, if when someone who um, is uh, 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 just believes anything that they write, it's it's crazy. And look uh, about, I was listening to Tokyo Zukoali, and about the way we South uh, South African journalists and how they were portray him, he was unknown from soccer and all that. He proved them wrong. He came on radio and explained to us that, no, what the media or the journalists, some of the journalists who were writing stories about him, they were lying. They were just pushing propaganda. I'm not sure from what, from Mm -hmm. where. Mm -hmm. So in general, you know, nowadays we need to scrutinize very carefully when you read a story on the media or when, you, you know, so that you cannot just go all over and say, yeah, this. You know, okay. So, so hated. what you're saying,
1: if, if I can just interject, that there's a greater call even from people who are who are listening today, uh, not even taking, for example, what Janine is saying as verbatim as, as the law, or what somebody else is reading, if they're reading a newspaper, that means everything has to be scrutinized. There must be there's be greater, you know, introspection in terms of do I agree with this or do mm. I take it that this person's word is always the law? I mean, you agree with that, Saloni?
0: Ashraf,
3: okay. Thank we you. Just take any story.
1: Thank you so much. Appreciate that call. Right, last call. I'm going to take Mike. Go ahead. Welcome. Thanks for calling back, Mike.
3: Thank you. Thank you, Ashraf, and uh, I'm also in love with your guest like the previous scholar. And of
1: course, you got that Peter Tosh voice. You know that. Uh, right. but anyway, <laughs> <laughs> and Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Mike from Middlesburg. Okay, go ahead. Mike, yes, go ahead.
3: Yes, idea yeah. is yes. um, media should be voice of the voiceless. But I think we we can all agree that. Um, Not all newspapers, even during apartheid, were were, were there for the people. There were those who supported the apartheid status quo, and there were those who assisted us uh, to to be liberated. But now I think media remains a contested terrain, Ashraf. It depends, you know, what your interests are, and uh, it is informed by uh, uh, the economic interest. Uh, A good example here, is, um the former editor of, um, I think, Citizen, uh, Martin Williams. Mm-hmm. Uh, I used to read his editorials, and uh, I could easily tell that this guy is for the DA. Mm-hmm. And guess what? He resigned, and now he's the DA city councillor. So he tells you that actually everybody has got an agenda, just like Jamin said. Okay. You, know, you don't have a neutral person in the media.
1: Thanks for bringing that up, Mike. We haven't chatted in a while, Mike, from uh, Middleburg. Janine, uh, just, just pick up on that. I mean, you spoke about, you know, media uh, reflecting economic interest. Now, now, my point to you is this, right? If the media represents an interest, be it economic, be it political, be it religious, be it ethnic, be it whatever, is it okay to say that that's okay as long as we know about it?
2: Look. It's going to always be like that, as You know, so you know, it, it's not going to change. I mean, unless we get we get a, a, a major move into the alternative media space, and I'm not just talking about Twitter. I'm talking about having, you know, um, uh, publications that r- represent, that, that are in fact act as a voice of a voiceless, and I can't see that happening v- very soon, anytime soon. So I'm saying that if editors, if editorial decisions are made, and if choices are made to run certain stories and to run certain advertisements and to publicize some events at at the expense of others and to accept some submissions and knock back others and to make use of certain policies and sacrifice others, then to the same extent, your reader, your viewer, your listener should be that selective as well. Yeah, well
1: you see I, I, I was thinking about it in the same way that one you one would go in terms of making a choice of a restaurant, meaning that we can mention ten restaurants or fast food stores Absolutely. right now, and each one has their own agenda in terms of the type of clientele they want okay so um, but but similarly that 's the reason you as a shopper will go to one restaurant and actually ignore the other it, should we say is that the way it's going to be and so well, what about it?
2: Well yes, I mean to a certain section of the population then perhaps, but you must also understand that there are people that perhaps are, are not as intuitive as your, you are, who are, cannot, who are not you know, are not as, as, um, as careful in their selection of news. So, you know, in, in, in the same way we can go to a different restaurant or we can choose a, a different meal on a, on a, on a large menu. You've, you've got to understand that there are newspapers and the biggest selling newspapers like the Daily Sun who attract a market that perhaps doesn't interpret the news or analyze it the way you, or, you, you or I would. Mm-hmm. Or, 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 or the way you or I would rather. So, so, so the reality I think, I think the way to get around this, and I think that that's important, is what what are the alternatives? Well, first of all, I'm all for diversity of media perspectives. I mean, I think that, I think that they should become available through different alternative media. I think that People should be writing, people should be talking, people should be leveling their opinions. If mistakes are made, if untruths, and I don't know if there is such a thing as truth, but if untruths are reported, people need to jump on on, on editors, jump on journalists. There needs to be some kind of accountability.
1: There needs to be some kind of accountability. Okay, let's, let's do this in the, in the next minute or so we have remaining. What would you like then to see happen? What I'm saying, just think about two things. The voiceless clearly doesn't appear to have a voice, okay? No. There's a tweet poll and nobody has voted for them, by the way, and people can continue tweeting. The two key issues is business, right, and then, and then governments of the day, right? The influence they have in terms of controlling the media uh, for for their own agendas, whether media practitioners are aware they're being controlled in inverted commas or not, is another story. What would you like to see change therefore, Janine?
2: As I said, I would just like an alternative media space. I would like to hear the voice of not just of, polit- of politicians and of big business and of big advertisers. I would like to hear... I would like to hear less flattering perspectives of those those sectors of our society. I'd like to see more coverage of issues affecting women and minorities. I'd like more coverage of um, elite corruption that is being covered up. I would like less, less promotion of agendas. I'd like to look at a more diverse, news reporting style okay. and is, a, it, more, is, that, diverse, is that going to uh, happen a newsroom if you like
1: is that going to happen Janine
2: through training Ashraf you know through training I I went in to Zambia um, a year ago um, with with a fellow facilitator to talk about You know, reflecting gender, and and, and in fact reflecting, or or putting the spotlight on the way gender and and issues of things like rape and sexual assault are reported in the media. And we were astounded when we did some investigation about how unfair news reportage can be. So, in the same way as we're talking about coverage for gender issues, let's let's give other people their place in the sun. I, I can I can think of exactly the same the same story when I went. To, to work in Swaziland, what we were trying to do um, at that particular time is we were trying to tell the, the editors of the mainstream newspapers in, in Swaziland that they needed to look beyond the central city. They needed to look into the outlying areas, the rural areas, because those people also have stories to tell. They also need to be viewed with the same kind of importance, you know, and those stories need the same kind of credence as any story happening in the capital city.
1: Okay, Janine, let's leave it at that. And right now the voiceless are certainly hoping they have a voice. I appreciate your time. Janine Lazarus is the owner of Janine Lazarus Consultancy. In fact, uh, Justice Paul saying, I love your guests, so objective. Well, I'll tell you what great that you think that of Janine.